0: Podcast two. Yeah. So that happened. (laughs) Yeah. So my paycheck was short again. Penalties for April 7th, April 21st, May 12th, May 19th. I haven't even been made whole ish. I'll elaborate on that later. And May 26th, all of the year 2023. Knee on my neck, this employer has. And folks, just watching and taking pictures. Guess this is my employer's victory lap on that ass. Three weeks consecutively wage theft, two months consecutively with wage theft. All right, let's get into it. Current events. So I'm trying to be more zen, trying to let go and let God. In the spirit of this, I'm going to start with the good stuff. 24th, I had a meeting with my BA and the shop steward I filed with. And of course, my employer's designated management. My shop steward and BA representing me were awesome. I felt support. I felt heard, I was actually listened to, I didn't get interrupted and shut down. Management wasn't unprofessional. Uh, They didn't didn't eye roll and turn red, cutting me off by collecting their writing materials while getting up, dismissing what I was saying in the middle of my saying it. (sighs) Getting to know me through these podcasts, my hope is you get a sense of who I am. So I don't have to say things like, there is no need for me to lie. And you already know it's genuine and honest coming from my soul when I speak. That being said, and you not knowing me yet, <laughs> I swear on God, y'all, I lost. <laughs> Employer one, Jennifer Goodman zero. My issue was d- gender discrimination. The company would not concede to that even being a problem. I got that, sorry you feel that way, but we will address the seniority issue, our bad, type of vibe. And by vibe, I mean that happened. And I'm like, no, this grievance is gender discrimination, not seniority. I provided the proof or what I thought was proof on the grievance itself. Simply paraphrased employees, A B C D E F G, And I could go on, but there's only much. There's only so much room to write on the grievance form from 2015 to present day. I have seen these employees slide back and forth between feeder YC and car wash with no interruptions or confusion. Management has changed multiple times over these years. But going back to their designated work areas, i.e. whatever lines they had before shifting, they still had coming back, no matter the time that lapsed. Now, once they went permanent shifting, it was gone. And that was cool with me, too, because I covered many of their lines while waiting for them to go permanent so I could bid and get assigned to their line when they went permanent. That's seniority. That's how it goes. They would say, this is my line. I'm back. Feeder didn't need me. And boom, that was it. Except when it was my turn. What was different between employees A through G and me? Gender. I explained about a situation where management would come to me to do employee work. I stated clearly to management who was responsible for the, uh, for the work. Management was requesting me to do. And I had my own work to do. Management got all gully with me. Are you refusing to work? Are you failing to work as directed? <laughs> so immediately thinking, okay, let me go see what's popping. Because not this shit again. Sword aisle all over again. Ugh. And as soon as I walk up to homie assigned, to, assigned the center, management wanted me to do, it's confirmed. I introduced myself to employee N. I explained to him, look, man, I'm no snitch, but I'm no slave. Next time, homie, talking about management, come for me about doing your work, I'm coming straight here to you. I kept it 100 and sure as shit, <laughs> next day, here he come, management man, comes for me. I take off. I'm moving towards employee in, like (laughs) walking, like walking like Oprah on the color purple through them cornfields. I hear him management talking shit behind me. Really? Fucking really? This is so stupid. I could write you up right now for this shit. Boom. I stop. I stop so fast. Homeboy management bumps into me. I stopped right in front of employee in. had his back to us though. He turned around and all of a sudden, old boy management that was in hot pursuit yelling at me stops talking. And when he does, I laugh because he done done took all that bass out of his voice. Employee in, mean, mugging ass, tatted up, gangster looking, is now staring at him. Management. Employee in is like, what's up? Yo, it's like, homie, management and hot pursuit talking all kinds of shit. (laughs) Forgot how to speak. I shook my head. I said, hey, big dog, employee in. This is what fuck this is what, this is that fuck shit I was telling you about yesterday. Management came here. Management man here keeps directing me to do your work. I don't understand why he don't just ask you. Hell, you're closer and it's your work. Employee in looks at me. He's trying to keep his mad dog face, <laughs> but I'm giving off much of those. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. <laughs> and that's all over my face and in my voice. Next thing I know, tough-looking employee in breaks and starts laughing. All of a sudden, management man starts breathing again. Employee in is like, yeah, well, I don't even know him. He nods his head towards management dude. He's never talked to me. This me, sarcastically acting shocked. (gasps) Is that right? Well, here, let me make the introductions. Management man, this your employee in. And I spun around on my heels back to my work area, leaving that management man with a red face and employee in back to staring management man down. Last thing I heard was employee Ian saying, is that right? Well, check this out. And that made me laugh. <laughs> that made me laugh and smile again. Why did he, manager man, feel comfortable to run me down? Like if you're intimidated by your employees, how can you be effective management? You can't. Room was silent. I can read a little. And that room was telling me meeting over. Company management conceded to seniority violation, but not gender discrimination. Another loss. More gaslighting. It's just me, though, right? Everyone out there is cool, all comfy and treated humanely. It's just me. When? When I've had enough. (laughs) LOL. Nah. I'm, I'm learning, so this may not be absolute. For example, my experience with the EEOC. After years and years of letting it go, shrugging it off throughout the years with management, I hit my, aw, hell nah point. <laughs> my, my, my thoughts were, just because I asked for help, and this agency is supposed to help me, it doesn't mean I will get the help. In fact, it may just it, it may just make things worse. It could take months, it could take years, and until it is investigated and the case is closed with a decision, my problems will get worse. I can say I filed with the EEOC, please chill, and managers shrugged their shoulders, looking around like, but where they at right now? Or worse still, they don't believe and don't care. (laughs) Oftentimes, this is the management I have to deal with. So they all gas, no breaks with the bullshit, blatantly going hard on me with the fuck shit. Even being on the phone with someone from an agency while I'm at work and they hear me being mistreated by management. (laughs) The person from the agency sounded mortified and asking, how how often has this happened? Still, (laughs) nothing. It's cool though. (laughs) I never take anything for granted anymore that is. (laughs) And if I'm being honest, (laughs) I never expect to get a win. I'm a black woman. I have no support. I have no numbers and it's just me, right? With no one else experiencing this. So it's me, I'm the problem. I tally that in my loss column. And worse still, the company is like, Oh, you snitched. (laughs) And look, nothing happened because we are right and you are wrong. Now I got a target on my back to go with that loss. Match and set like dumb and dumber. When this happened the first time, I did gain a new understanding. I hear people grumbling about this and that, but they never make no moves to stop it or slow the shit down. Now, though, I totally understand Why, if there is anyone who has experienced gender discrimination in my company, never push the issue. I get it. It's off to work, I go. No check, though. (laughs) They done cut my money flow, and still I gotta go. Or they like, that bitch don't work here no more. Why? So even knowing that pushing the issue with evidence could still end with an L... And the intensity of the problem increased just as a final fuck you and shut up from the company? LOL. Why oh why do I keep asserting my rights, protecting my boundaries as, it's, as it is my legal right to do so? Man, my daddy never got me tested. I'm gonna look into it, call the social security office and see if I qualify. It may supplement the wages my employer steals from me. I'll keep you updated. But for now, my takeaway is this. If I work for a net 1400 1400- Fourteen hundred dollar check, and they give me six hundred dollars of that net. (laughs) I gotta sit and wait for the rest of that eight of that of the eight hundred dollars that comes eventually. Then let's say six paydays later it comes, six penalties. Okay, six times four. One penalty is four hours of your rate. Just for easy math sake, I'll put it at a hundred bucks an hour. A hundred times four is four hundred. Four hundred times six is twenty four hundred. Big money, right? OK, let's take them taxes off. Zero withholdings, I'll say point 40. We'll say point 40 in taxes. My twenty four hundred dollar check is now fourteen hundred. Now, let's go back to this check. I've been here for over 20 years. At this point, I may not know how to solve a quadratic formula, but I know the formula for how many hours I need to work and not go over to make the O T B worth it. Right. Or am I the only one that does that, too? Well, I worked my special recipe of hours to get my number I needed to pay my bills and still eat and have a little life on the side, right? So I'm anticipating this $800. Everything going to be okay, right? I open my check and I see the gross. $800. Oh, shit. I don't even want to look at the net. $341.46. Add that to the $600 that I did get on payday. plus the $600 is net $941.46. How far from my net $1,400 I would have had if I got paid all at once the hours I worked for that week? On payday, on time. But instead, my $1,400 net is now $941.46. Now imagine that happening every month and or intermittently. But still for consecutive weeks, over two years. Now imagine those penalties coming. $5,000 gross, but only depositing $2,500 net. Imagine that. I don't need to imagine it though. I'm living it right now. And eventually I'll be paid. But I'm always coming up short. Even when i made holish. And that's why I say holish. Different taxes, different breakdown different chunk. They owed me $800. They send me $800 instead of putting it together like they should, like they should pay all the hours you work for that week, then they tax it, and that $800 dwindles down to 300 and something. All right. So holish. Where the government, federal and state agencies are in place to ensure and protect citizens rights. <laughs> I'm really having a hard time not laughing at all this. Gotta laugh to keep from crying. I have a union. I am a proud Teamster, but being a Teamster doesn't nullify me being an American citizen. Just like our Teamster contract doesn't supersede the Constitution and company policies don't, uh, company policies don't trump the law, even if they absolutely act and enforce these company policies like they do carry more weight than local state laws. I'll elaborate more later as it unfolds. For now, here's my research results. And when I say research, tongue in cheek, I'm going through it right now. And again, these are my experiences, right? So I don't know how someone else might experience it. I can just tell you how I'm going through it. Um, so <laughs> um, for now, here's my research results. So my question was, can, any, can anyone help? <laughs> like in every subject title, it's always help, <laughs> I found the EEOC, Department of Labor, which is huge, huge. So many subdivisions. They have a whole entire division um, devoted to uh, wage and hour. So that's like um, people doing the wage theft, uh, companies that do the wage theft, such as mine. Um, But I'll go into that uh, more later. Uh, And I just learned that Fair Housing and Employment Agency is now Civil Rights Department. Then good old OSHA and the IRS. Can't forget them because I'm thinking if someone besides the IRS is screwing me out of my money, they may want a piece of that action, too. (laughs) LOL. Of course, I'm still learning, but got plenty of time on my hands (laughs) to learn how they all work or if they will even work for me. But I will keep you posted. It's liberating. No longer having to make a bed or clean a house or even cook dinner or breakfast. And my (laughs) my employer is so awesome. No overtime that they may or may not pay me on payday, but surely eventually and possibly tax at a higher tax bracket with more tiny checks spread over months. But I'm just free all day. Not like LJ, though. More like Oscar the Grouch. So next podcast, I'm going to go and elaborate on all the points um, that I said I would go back to. So definitely going to talk about how everything unfolded with the EEOC um, I had two, had two meetings with them. So I'm kind of getting my notes together and um, formulated so that I could uh, break that down to you. I'm still navigating the Department of Labor. It's really interesting. And um, I'm still having grievance meetings. So the last grievance meeting was about, like I said, the gender discrimination. And then, um, and I'm breaking it down to you how, the money situation goes because you know the there are people that like to say oh you got paid you got paid you got paid but as you can see getting paid later and in pieces you still lose a significant amount of money and i just wanted to make that clear so net was supposed to be $1400 had i got paid all my hours together on time um all the hours i worked for that week together on time on payday and at the correct rates and instead what I got was pieces of a check um, taxed at a different bracket. And that left me with $900. So, so far, this has been a hell of a ride. <laughs> you know, a hell of a ride. Um, lots of different experiences. Uh, learning a lot. Learning a lot. Learning a lot about the law. I, I think I even, I think I found myself citing case law on one of my grievances, y'all. And I'll get into that um, I'll get into that in the next podcast. It's crazy. All right, Jennifer Goodman out.